Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is July the 19th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um... This episode is being record, recorded late at night, so I apologize if I don't sound enthusiastic or if I sound monotone or depressing. I'm good. <laughs> it's just, I just record at weird times. Um, first or lead off segment for this episode is entitled Cam Newton Sour Grapes. Or real talk. Um, I seen the the uh, thing where he went on Odell Beckham Jr.'s um, podcast TV show. I don't know what it is, but he was talking about his time with the Carolina Panthers, and some of it came across as sour grapes, and some of it came across as real talk. Um, he. When he first got to the Carolina Panthers, he wasn't the leader on the team. It was Steve Smith. And allegedly, he undercut Steve Smith. And Jordan Gross was probably the number two guy on that team. I, I don't know. I'm guessing. And it was just some rumblings in the locker room those first couple years. And eventually, they shipped Steve Smith out. Well, you know, what goes around comes around. You know, anything can happen to anybody in this league. Look at Tom Brady. Six-time Super Bowl champion. He gets pushed out the back door. Not even the front door. He got pushed out the back door. So, you know, there's no untouchable, you know, quarterbacks or any type of player in this league. I mean... You would think Aaron Rodgers is untouchable. You would think Patrick Mahomes is untouchable. But as soon as you start slipping a little bit or you get way up there in age like Tom Brady is in terms of being an NFL quarterback, they're going to get rid of you. And, um, you know, Cam Newton should have realized that, you know. He, but he was right, though. Now, the real part he was talking about was – when he said that he gave his, you know, heart and mind, body and soul or to the to the Carolina Panthers and to the city, you know, that he did. And but at the end of the day, what you do off the field, the organization doesn't really care about unless it's something bad. And then they're going to try to, you know, do whatever they do to, you know, punish you or whatever. But. I think New England was the best place for him to go. Now he's got to go up there and have a phenomenal season and try to get this next contract, which I think he can do. There's enough talent there to at least um, get to the playoffs, but um, we'll see. Um, I don't. I don't think that if Jared Stidham beats him out, then. 
you know, Cam Newton doesn't belong in the NFL. There's no way on God's green earth that Stidham should beat out Cam Newton. Okay? But stranger things have happened in football. So let me know what you think about this first segment. Next segment is entitled New Booster President. Can he generate money? I don't know anything about this guy. All right, I I read some stuff on him, and I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I'm an expert. But the booster president um, is supposed to raise money to um, help this football team. And his name is uh, Michael Alford. And he was named CEO of Seminoles Boosters Incorporated, um, July the 15th. Um, I mean, he's got his work cut out for him, man. He really does. I mean, you, you, you have to get this football-only facility built. It's, it's imperative to recruiting. And... I've said many times on this podcast, Jimbo Fisher brought this up, what, eight years ago? 2012? Seven years ago, 2013? I think Jimbo Fisher would still be there if you built that football-only facility. So, we'll see, man. Um, I don't know anything about this guy. He, he, um, He worked at Central Michigan. Um, he's done. He they said he did a lot of successful fundraising for the uh, Central Michigan Chippewa uh, Champion Center. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about this guy, but you had to go to Central Michigan to get. Uh, um, guy to run your booster club so I don't know but we, we need to get that facility built as soon as possible I mean I think it's just imperative to the program um, and you know I don't know what else to say um, you gotta get these boosters to boost and boost the program so let me know what you think about that segment man i I can't sit here and go all in on this new booster president i don't know anything about him i'm just telling i'm just saying what he needs to do what he has to do if this program is going to elevate and be amongst the elite again all right um so let me know what you think about that segment um next segment is entitled could this team exceed expectations in 2020 yeah they could they could i mean but i just feel like this is such a fragile team mentally um mainly because some of the coaches you know how they left and you know some of the things that they did while they were here um I mean, but what would be exceeding expectations? Because I 
I really see this as a six and six, seven and five type team. I mean, the offensive line has not been transformed into anything different. Your best offensive lineman is a sophomore, and he's not a good pass blocker. He's a uh, bulldozer, uh, uh, run guy. He's 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 a better run blocker than pass blocker. And he's your best offensive lineman. And I don't think there's been any significant upgrades along the offensive line to make me believe that this team can go higher than six or seven wins. Um, So, to me, exceeding expectations would be more than six or seven wins. If you go eight and four, I think, you know, that's... That's exceeding expectations. I mean, if you, as a fan, I'm a diehard fan of Florida State, but I got to keep it real with myself that um, we 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 don't have what we need to be amongst the elite right now. Um, Mike Norvell seems like a step in the right direction. Um, they didn't want... Uh, Willie Taggart and when I say they I'm talking about Florida State they did everything they could to undermine him and it worked they didn't want Willie Taggart to be successful they didn't because right when Norvell got there they gave him more things to be more successful with so you know they got their guy now and we will we'll see what happens as I always say you know, there's no excuses now. Um, but hopefully the season is played. You know, if we can get this COVID-19 thing under control and the season is played, I hope this team, you know, every year I hope they go undefeated and make the playoff. But you just got to be real with yourself. This, this, is, this is not a playoff type team. I mean, the defense is significantly better with some of the transfers. And, uh, you know, uh, people coming back from injury. So, this is going to be a much improved defense. But, you know, offensively, you got some good skill position players. But you're off, it, it begin, everything begins and ends at the offensive and defensive line. And we haven't improved enough on the offensive line to, uh, for me to say, um. Okay, this team can do something this year. So, that's just my opinion. Take it how you want to take it. Um. Let's move on to the next segment. Why I won't evaluate true freshmen because it's 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 just not realistic. Okay. Um, you know, it sometimes it's just obvious. Trevor Lawrence, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, um, Jalen Ramsey. You know, sometimes it's just obvious, okay, this guy's gonna go to college and just you know, he's he's going to the NFL. <laughs> sometimes it's just plainly obvious. But mo- it's more misses than hits when it comes to recruiting you know some of these five stars 
that come out of high school once they get to college and they go through that process of being a college football player football player you never see them again it's more five stars and four stars that fall through the cracks than make it to the nfl or become superstars at the college level you'd be amazed just do just just go back just get on rivals.com and go back the last 10 years and you look at maybe the top 25 recruits and just see how many of those guys are in the nfl you'd be you'd be surprised so i i I, that's why I don't rate true freshmen. I like to see them get on the field that first year. And, you know, then I can say, okay, this guy's going to be a player. I, I'm not going to sit here and act like, okay, I know what is in this guy's mind and what's in his heart when he gets to college. He's just going to be the best ever. I don't know that. Because football is such a mental game in terms of playing the game and preparation to play the game. It's mental. So I don't know what's going on between these guys, these young men's ears. So that's why I don't evaluate them. I, I like to see them get on the field again. And if they show me something, then I'll evaluate that second year. So uh, tell me what you think about that. All right, last segment for this episode. Rating this team in all three areas of football. All right, so offensively, I would give them a C plus. Okay, and that's because you've got an experienced quarterback, you've got some pretty good receivers, you got depth at running back, you got depth at tight end. But like I've been saying since December first, two thousand nineteen, my first episode. Our offensive line stinks. And until we get better at that particular position group, offensive line, tackle, guard, center, it's a moot point. Okay, I think when you run this offense, you're going to have to get the ball out of Blackman's hands as soon as possible. I don't think you're going to have time to throw those deep balls to uh, Scary Terry. And I think you know, most defenses are going to adjust to what he does. So, defense, I'm going to say B, a solid B. All right. And I give them a solid B because of the additions via the transport, transfer portal. Um, you know, you added a Miko Dotson. Um, you added the kid Jarrett from Louisville. You added another linebacker from uh, Baylor. Um, you know, you, you added a uh, another defensive tackle from uh, Mississippi State. Um, so, I say a solid B. Um, and then you have... Kando returning, you got Jaden Lars would be returning. Um, you've got Hazrel, I mean Hazrel, Hamsa, Nazrel Dean uh returning. You've got some you've got some talent coming back. It's just can you scheme it up? 
the right way. And you've actually got a defensive line rotation now. You actually have depth at linebacker, which we haven't had in years. Now you, you've actually got pretty good depth at that position. So if the defensive coordinator, Fuller, can draw it up right and, and convey it in a way to these guys that they can understand it and execute it, I say a solid B for defense. Special teams, um, I'm going to say C. I, I didn't see anything last year to really uh, say that we're great at special teams. Uh, DJ Matthews at punt returner is pretty good. Um, I'm not sure who. They had Isaiah Bolden back there for a, little, for a while at uh, kickoff return, and he did pretty good. Uh, the kicking game, um, they got rid of uh, Grothouse. He went to um, Arizona State. I'm looking this up while I'm talking, while I'm doing the show, and I keep typing in the wrong thing. Yeah, Grothouse went to. Uh, no, it wasn't Grothouse. Okay, Grothouse is still on the team. I can't think of the other guy who left and went to. Uh, but Grothouse has a tremendous leg. So, um, let's see. I don't even know. I don't even keep up with the kickers, bro. I'm just going to be honest with you. But I, I remember Grothouse having a hell of a leg. So that's why I made the comment about him. Um, let's see. Grothouse is the kicker. Ryan Fitzgerald is the backup kicker. This thing is scrolling so fast. I don't even see who the punter is. Punt returner. Isaiah Bolden at kickoff return. Okay, so yeah. And Grothouse on kickoffs. Place kicker. Ryan Fitzgerald. Punter. Uh, Mastromano. I don't even know who that is. He's a, looks like he's a true freshman. Yeah, true freshman. So, um, we'll see what happens, man. So, C, uh, C for offense, B for, uh, defense, and then special teams, I'm gonna have to say C plus. I think you know, Dante Sheffield. Who they had is the other kickoff returner. DJ Matthews as the punt returner. Or you got Keyshawn, Hel Keyshawn Helton at kickoff return. Isaiah Bolden as the other kickoff returner. So that's solid. And DJ Matthews is a punt returner. So I, I like it. I really like it. Special teams, that is. 
So I say a solid uh, B. So C, B, B. Defense and special teams. Um, offense, defense, special teams. So let me know what you think about that segment, man. Rating the three areas of this team. Um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Uh, please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings when you go out in public. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. All right. And as always, go nose.